Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Harry. <laughs> that voice is the beautiful <laughs> Kelly Young singing Happy Holidays. That was not my voice. It would have been completely off key. That was Kelly Young who does so much for Caregiver Crossing. Good morning, everybody. Hello, you're listening to Caregiver Crossing. <clears throat> Excuse me, this is a podcast and it's brought to you by our friends at Joy's House. And we are so happy that you're here. Caregiver Crossing, a podcast created just for you, the caregivers. Tina McIntosh knows all about it. Well, hi, that's me. I'm right here, <laughs> Terry. I'm not singing either. Um, we are really glad that you are all here today. We're we're going rogue today if you can't yes, we are and uh we want to talk about caregiver tips for the holidays because it is one of the biggest questions that we get at joy's house and here in caregiver crossing and so um now listen tina if you're a first timer oh, yeah. and you don't know anything because you could be listening across the country you may not know what joy's house is and how long that you have been working with um adults that uh need this place so, uh, for it's a, it's a place for caregivers <clears throat> and it's a place for those that need caregiving and so explain you've been around a long time you know what gifts are appropriate yeah. and good yeah. for seniors right now well we have been around for 21 years and yeah. we not-for-profit adult day service and caregiver support services located in Indianapolis. We have two locations here. So yeah, we've, we've been through a, a season or two with our caregivers and their loved ones. Yeah, we always appreciate the advice. If you have that, we're glad to hear from you. You can always reach Tina at tina at joycehouse.org. But great gift ideas <clears throat> sometimes are difficult for those that, you're, that you love that may have a dementia, um, that may be, have some special needs of some sort, but I know that you've had to think of good ideas for a lot of years. Well, and you know, really what I wanna to share today is not even, um, not even physical gifts, but the gift of enjoying your family for the holiday season. It's hard, <clears throat> you know, you're worried about how other people are gonna react if you're a caregiver, you're worried about how your loved one's gonna behave that day, if they're going to be continent, if they're going to be angry, if they're going to be you know, able to remember and enjoy who the people in the room are, or if they're gonna get overstimulated. And so I've got a, I've got a handful of things. I'm gonna move kind of quickly because there's okay. a lot. So there are some things that I have experienced myself. My um, stepmother had Alzheimer's and passed away this past year. Um, but we, I remember having them over a year or two ago to the house for the holidays. And I thought, how can I just arrange things so they're less stimulating for her? So I have, I have dogs. The dogs went up for the day. They lived, I know it's their house people, but they lived through the day. So, you know, the dogs went away. So we didn't have the chaos and the tripping hazard and all that. Um, we put out, kind of stations, if you will, that we had never done before. So I had a table with a puzzle on it and I made sure it was an easy puzzle for her to do. And I had two seats at that table. So oh, she could sit across the table yeah. from someone else and do that. I had um, scrapbooks out and I had them opened up. So mm -hmm. if she sat down, she could look at those or people could sit and reminisce with her, which is a gift, you know, to everybody. Um, when I set the table, we had a long table. I think we maybe had a dozen people at that particular um, holiday dinner. And I made sure that we had name tags that were big print with people's pictures on them at everybody's place. So yeah. when we sat down, she could see that and they were turned around, you know, toward her if it wasn't her seat. Um, Great when, idea. Yeah, when we got together for a prayer and stood in a circle, you know, everybody went around and told who they were for her benefit. So there's some things you can do and coach the people around you to be a part of. Um, her seat was, I had her seat facing 
uh, kind of an open area and she had easy access to get out. So she didn't feel trapped in there because sometimes that happens too. And then my, my dad was sitting next to her so he could, you know, get up as well. But just very, um, uh, very intentional, if you will, with all of those details. And then a quiet room, you know, we talk, uh, we're gonna, we've talked with our folks at Connor Prairie, they've got some quiet rooms that you can learn more about here on Caregiver Crossing. But making sure that there is a place where my, my dad knew if she was getting overstimulated, he could take her into another room and it was quiet and there was soft music playing and the lights were, you know, not off, but dimmed for benefit. So preparation is a big, big thing. Also, I'm going to quiz you, Terry, and this is not to set you up for failure. I really mean this. If you're introducing yourself to someone with Alzheimer's, um, what is something maybe you don't want to say to them? Well, I never want to contradict them. If they, if they think that I'm such and such, or I may gently nudge them and say, you know, a different way. But it, one of the things that I've learned is because I had a mother-in-law that passed away this year from Alzheimer's. And one of the things that I, just would frustrate me is when people would try to correct her and say, you're wrong, mom, that's not how it happened. You're not, you know, and I just frustrated me because I thought, what's, what's the harm? What I, does it matter? Wrong, but what, what was the harm in just letting her remember something that perhaps wasn't true, but what was the harm in, in scolding her like a child and, and then, um, and then making her have another emotion or another feeling of failure. And that, that just, uh, again, I learned that from you. You don't make her, I, I, I did not feel comfortable or, or feel comfortable making corrections. I just let it be. And, and that's one of the things. And uh, something else I want to mention too is that this is a year of a pandemic and a lot of seniors feel very isolated right now. A lot of family members are in, in assisted living homes right now and they don't have that opportunity. And one of the things that we heard about where I work here at a radio station in Indianapolis at WIBC was that there was a need for iPads and for seniors. And so I have on my list this year for helping in some of the organizations to buy a couple of iPads for seniors and also give them a little class on how they can stay connected via iPads because a lot of the retirement communities or the assisted living communities now they don't have all iPads they need and that's so that's right. that's just something that I'm thinking about this year for helping some of the senior communities around our, our city um, is just a donation of a, a couple of iPads you can get them very inexpensive now they're they're pretty inexpensive in this day and age they don't need everything you know they just want to have that ability to dial up their family and see them on a screen that's right and, uh, and then just a little, a little five minute tutorial to teach them how to use it. And um, I think those are great gifts this year for, for some of you that may have loved ones that are pretty isolated right now. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I, I wanna go back to what you just said about how, like when you're introducing yourself to someone, you were talking yeah, about- Yeah, teach me. Teach I believe us. it was. Well, you're exactly right. Like it doesn't matter if, if a 92 year old woman thinks her mother is still alive and wonders when she's coming. Yeah. Doesn't matter, you know, go in their reality. but. There are a couple other things too I think can be helpful and name tags. You can wear name tags. Oh, good. Um, but when good. I approach somebody with Alzheimer's, I will say, and I remember doing this with my stepmom, walking up. Her name, her name is Rita, and walking up and saying, "Hey, Rita, it's Tina. I'm not sure if you remember. I'm Tom's daughter." And you know, sometimes she would say, "Oh, yeah, yeah," and sometimes she'd go, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, you don't remember, but that's okay. I, I'm coming into your world, right? Yeah but never say to somebody, well, don't you remember when? So it's different yeah. to say, 
it's different if I come to you and say, hey, Terry, I'm Tina. I'm not sure if you remember, you know, blah, blah, blah. then Terry, don't you remember me? Like what that puts pressure on me and I'm, you know, fully able-minded at this point in my life. So um, a couple other things I want to point out to you real quick is uh, giving people choices. So too often when somebody's living with a diagnosis, um, somebody brings you a plate of food, sets it down in front of you and expects that's what you're going to eat because it's what I brought you. But give them choices and make them both reasonable choices. Would you like the mashed potatoes? Would you like the green beans? Very good. Very and it doesn't good. matter if it's what they've always eaten. Let them have the choice of it. Good. Um, and then last Great. thing is go in with the right mindset. I say this all the time about all kinds of situations, but choosing to not be offended by anybody. Other people are going to make mistakes. They're going to stumble with your loved one. That's okay. Let them do it. If you want to coach them through, if you feel like they're open to that, great. But you know, choose not to be offended. Don't take anything that your family uh, criticizes or questions to heart too, because they have no idea what it's like to be you or your loved one. So I know that's a lot of information and a quick good information. though, so good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, holidays and the last thing I'll say about it, and then I'll stop talking for today is you don't have to go. If you're really both just having a mess of a day, you don't have to go, but I would also encourage you to show up because, um, I think sometimes people use the excuse of, I'm just not sure how this is going to go. And I feel kind of nervous and I really don't want to be there anyway. Uh, so I, it drives too long, whatever excuse we have. And so I'm not going to go. And, um, I, you know, it's time to make memories. Your loved one's still here. Yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, Tina McIntosh, I guess that'll do it for this week. We really appreciate everybody being here. Again, um, if you need to reach Tina, if you need information or resources, she's always glad to help you as you go through this journey of caregiving. Reach her at Tina at JoyceHouse.org. And uh, I guess that's it, Tina. Is that everything we yeah, need to do? Yeah, I mean, our website is simply JoyceHouse.org. There's a lot of information there and a lot of support uh, for U.S. caregivers. So yeah, you know, happy holiday season, everyone. This is, it's been quite a year, but here we are. We're still here. So let's make some great memories while we can.